This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Junkyard Dogcast, everybody. I'm Jake Rowe with Dogs 24-7. With me, Kip Adams and Rusty Mansell of Dogs 24-7 is sound the alarms. Georgia has picked up a big verbal commitment, a massive one from Nylon Green, four-star cornerback, safety, do-it-all defensive back out of uh, Newton County. He goes to Newton High School there uh, out of Covington, Georgia. Huge addition. Uh, you know, we talked about Rusty and, and Kip, we talked about this on last show, uh, just kind of, or, or maybe it was just last week, I'm not sure, but our top three guys, all three of us had us had him in the top three guys we felt like Georgia really needed to land and and that we, if it was our board, would have would, you know, rank the guys from one to three. I think I had him as number two. Rusty, I think you had him as number one. Kip, he was really high for you. I can't remember if he was uh one or two, maybe even three for you. I'm not sure. But the fact that he's in that top three with the with the big hitters that Georgia has left on the board is massive. And Rusty, uh gonna start with you. How big is this? Because I'll be honest with you, man. I love this kid's tape. I, I, I try not to gush about recruits too much these days because I don't get to see them in person. But, man, I just – I love that wide receiver, uh, cornerback, do-it-all type thing. And this kid's got a lot to him. I saw Nylon Green play McKeatron this year. And he played every snap, offense, defense, almost. He played on the punt team because he was the long snapper. And when you are a quote unquote five star top thirty player in the country, you got he had all the big offers for sure. And you're out playing both sides of the ball, every special teams, and you're the long snapper. That tells me a lot about who he is. There's only so many uh these six one, uh six two type body guys, length. He's just a uh Something that Georgia really, really needed. I mean, they need some defense. They need some corners. Um, they, they need some guys that can run. They need some length. This is a long, tall, athletic guy that uh, you look know, I believe Nylon, Kit may know more, but I believe Nylon is originally from New Orleans area. His mom's a lawyer here in Atlanta. And uh, so he's not a kid. This is not a kid that grew up like bleeding red and black. I mean, they had to go out and actually win him, recruit him. There was a time I thought he was going to Tennessee for sure. There was a time for sure I thought he was going to Clemson back in the early spring. And uh, Georgia just kind of kept kind of kept going at him and going at him and going at him. And, and um, you know, the, the, the need for corners for Georgia is tremendous. And there's not many. And, you know, you, you get beat on a guy like Jordan Hancock in state. Can't win them all. He's going to Ohio State, uh, but you go out and beat Kamar. You go out and beat Clemson on Kamari Lassiter over in Tuscaloosa. Get him, and then you go out and beat Clemson head to head for Nylon Green. And the, 
just can't say enough about that right now because, man, they need bodies, and this is an elite prospect that's left on the board that you really, really needed. That was a massive, massive get for uh, you know Charlton Warren and staff. When you look at the future schedule, uh, Tennessee's on there every year, big competitor for, for Nyland Green. Auburn on there every year, also in the mix for Nyland Green. And then Clemson, I believe, is going to be on there two times in the next four years, 2021, 2024. Um, you know, you, you're, I guess, I don't want to say a silver lining, but an, an added bonus here is the fact that you don't have to play against this kid. And, and that's big. And, you know, the thing I like about him most, Kip, is I, I, ha- I have confidence he can play corner. The, the wide receiver thing gives me confidence that he has ball skills and that he'll be able to play the ball in the air and, and that he'll be comfortable in phase. But I also love the fact that, you know, he kind of reminds me of Minka Fitzpatrick a little bit just in terms of, you know, obviously I don't want to put that comparison on anybody and say that's who he's going to be, but that's kind of what he reminds me of, body type and and things of that nature. And, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick plays safety in the NFL and he played star at Alabama. I, I mean, I like the fact that this kid can do it all in the secondary if needed. You know, if Keely Ringo – uh year after next when whenever you would expect a Nylon Green to kind of step into a major role 2022. Um, if Keely Ringo wins one of the cornerback jobs and De- and and Jalen Kimber wins the other one, then you still got to play you you still got to try to find a place to get a guy like this on the field. And it's not going to be hard because he just seems to have such an expansive skill set. Kip, do you see that? Oh no doubt. I think the versatility is something that we've said throughout the recruiting cycle about Nylon Green that really just makes him so valuable and 24-7 sports, we've been higher than the industry on Nylon Green throughout the cycle. Right now we have him as the number 19 overall prospect in the country, the nation's number two cornerback. In the composite, he's number 69 and the number five cornerback. So regardless, he's very highly rated. But, I mean, it's tough because you mentioned an outstanding player comparison there that obviously sets just really tough expectations. But I feel the same way, and it's – it's really tough to even make the comparison, but that versatility just reminds me of, of Jalen Ramsey. Just a guy that in high school played every position you needed him to play and athletically checks off all the boxes as far as size and, and speed and just that that short area burst, the, how fluid he is as an athlete. It's, he could play anywhere in the secondary. He can do whatever you need him to do out there. And, I mean, Georgia just really needs that. Uh, I've said it over and over again. We're expecting them to lose two, maybe three, likely three cornerbacks off the roster this year with Eric Stokes, you know, with Tyson Campbell, with DJ Daniel, but it doesn't stop there. I mean, again, Richard LeCount, Mark Webb, also a senior. So while these guys have the option of coming back next year, you know, it's, you can't really. You can't really make that projection right now if you're the Georgia coaching staff unless they've definitively told you what they plan to do. So defensive back, huge priority this cycle. And and I love what just Nalen brings to the table all over the field. I mean, his wide receiver film is great. And he plays a, you know, a lot of safety on it, on film. And he shows great range. He's physical at the line of scrimmage. And he's got great length. And I think that's, that's really all you, you can ask for. You just got to get them in there and continue to work on that cover technique. Continue, you know, obviously get stronger. 
uh, you know, in the strength and conditioning program right now, if he is 183, I mean, there's still room to grow and to physically develop there. And I mean, I think it goes without saying, I, I was waiting to see if Rusty was going to mention it, but I mean, they got checks off every box for Rusty having, I mean, playing long snapper. That's huge. I mean, he, that's a five-star material on dogs 24 seven right there. So I don't think you can ask for anything more than that. And I think, uh, for Georgie, he had to be really excited about what he brings to the table on special teams. Hey, man, listen, the fact that he's a, that he's a special teamer, a potential potential specialist, I mean, Rusty, you give out six stars, man? I'm going to tell you something. If he would have kicked that night, it would have been over. <laughs> it had been a wrap. It would have been Jadavion Clowney, highest rated behind Nylon Green, second highest rated prospect in the history. 101. 24-7 sports history. If he if he just kicked that night, he did every. Hey, have we have we ever had a 102? Have we ever had anybody? I know we've had some 101s. Has 24-7 sports ever given think, anybody think, a 102? I think was Jadavian Clowney the franchise guy when he 103. Maybe I'm not sure. I'm not sure how high it goes, but uh, I think Jadavian yeah. Clowney. Some folks, some folks may be missing the inside joke here if you if you're not a member over at Dogs 24/7, but. Rusty's taken some flack over the years uh, for, uh, um, you know, kind of kind of hyping some special teams commitments. It started, I believe, with Marshall Long. It started, uh, by the way, Shane Beamer recruited him. <laughs> Mo, Mo Long, I think, is what people called him. Yep, yep. Because Rusty said Big Mo was rolling through. Mo. And, uh, My goodness. Yeah, and, then, you know, then Jake Camarda. Uh, I'll never forget Jake Camarda commits to Georgia, Ooh. salvaging a G-Day. Where Adam Anderson decommitted, he ended up coming back to the class. Decommitted, flipped LSU. Jake Camarda commits that day. That was um, a hell of a day. Oh my God, what a day! What a day that was for sure. Let's talk about the work, okay? That Charlton Warren and the rest of the Georgia staff, Charlton Warren's Georgia's defensive backs coach, if you don't know, has done in this class as far as defensive back goes. Because, I mean, you've got the number one, the, the nation's number one junior college cornerback in Nugget Warren. You got Nylon Green in the fold now. You got uh, I'm I'm gonna say his name backwards. I know I am. I got David Daniel. I almost called him Daniel David. Nailed he played it. quarterback at Mill Creek. I, I get twisted. Uh, big time safety prospect and a guy that I don't. He's been committed to Georgia for so long. I think folks just kind of, you know how that guy is. You know he's the guy that people get excited about for a few months when he's one of the few commitments on the list and then they forget about him. Stud. Big time player, um, really excited because I think he can be a safety, maybe even a star at the next level. He's a he's a guy that can do some different things for you. And then they got a couple guys here, and you know Kamari Lassiter, highly rated guy. Rusty talked about it a minute ago. Clemson was all over him. Clemson needs corners, and and you know George was able to beat them out for them. And Javon Bullard, an in-state kid that you know for for all intents and purposes just really strikes you as a really good football player. And a guy that Georgia kind of honed in on when it wasn't trying to flesh out a class. You know, the, Javon Bullard wasn't a last-minute offer. He was a guy that they were on pretty early, and they like him. I'm not sure where he ends up. I think Rusty said last podcast he sees him as a cornerback. So, Rusty, when you look at this defensive back class, I know that I know Terry and Arnold's still on the board. Yep. Do you think Georgia has done what it needs to do? Yes, they need it. I mean, when you lose Jordan Hancock, I'm, I was sky high on a kid like Jordan Hancock, um, you know, in-state guy. So, you've lost – you lose a guy like that, you had to have Nyland Green. You had to have Nyland Green. And um, I, I think they have. I think they got some safeties. I think they got some stars. 
We're going to see what they do with, with Terry and Arnold because that is obviously the icing on the cake, and that is a very, very high priority for this Georgia staff. But, you know, I've talked about it, and I, I don't think it really hit people. And, again, it could change, but, I mean, Georgia could realistically lose, you know, Stokes, Tyson Campbell, and DJ Daniel. And Keely Ringo coming off an injury, I mean, we're sitting here – and they're dangerously thin, dangerously thin. Oh, by the way, they opened with Clemson. So they're dangerously thin at defensive backs. They needed some people. They needed some guys. That's why you go out and get a Dejan, you know, a Dejan uh, Warren, guys like that that can hopefully come in and play immediately. So we'll see. But I think they, they've got some bigger guys, and I think they got some length, and you know, that's what Kirby Smart's about. you got to have some mass. You know, they got to have a few of those guys that can play star. You got to have those guys with length and ball skills to play on the edge. Let's take a break real quick, and then on the other side, we're going to talk about what's next because that's that's really what recruiting's all about. I mean, you get a guy, you can be excited about him, but it's almost like winning a game. You get a twenty-four hour celebration period, and it's on to the next, right? And and national, uh, I guess, early signing day is what eight about eight days away now. I guess uh, eight and a half uh, now that we're kind of on uh, here uh, as we're recording this. So. Um, you know, there, there's still a lot of meat left on the bone for Georgia, and we want to talk about that on the other side. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Kip, give us a rundown. What's left on the board for Georgia? We're looking at maybe two to three guys that they could add in this class. You never know. Rusty and I will say 22. They'll sign 26. That never fails. Uh, but obviously, I think right now, the one guy you need to keep an eye on, if there is just one, there's multiple, but it's it's five-star linebacker Xavier Sori out of IMG Academy, Graceville, Florida. He's a guy that Again, number 20 overall prospect in the country, a guy that has the size to play outside. I think he could, you know, he's able to play inside and, and really uh, come downhill with bad intentions. Very athletic, kind of similar to Smile Munden, 6'3, 214 pounds, just has great size, great versatility. And, you know, Florida, Alabama, definitely in the mix. Uh, they, you know, I would not ho- keep any either one of them out of it right now. I would, I would count both of them as being major contenders. He's made trips to both those programs, but he's also made multiple trips to Athens. And, you know, getting back on campus, you know, even though you can't meet with the coaching staff, that holds a lot of value in my opinion, just on where where his interest level is in these programs. I think that it just shows that he's really being, being diligent. He's wanting to spend time with players and recruits 
and get the best experience and, and the most questions answered as possible. He's a guy that plans to decide on December 16th, that first day of the early signing period. I like where Georgia stands right now. I think landing him would, would, would be huge, obviously, for Georgia's class overall. Another, you know, big-time defensive prospect, a top-ten prospect in the state of Florida. Uh, that was something that, you know, a lot of people wondered. How well would uh, Georgia recruit Florida when James Coley went to uh, Texas A&M? I, I think that you got to give them a lot of props. They, they haven't really stopped recruiting the state, and I, I think they're doing – you know, outstanding job down there. Now, granted, IMG Academy has a lot of guys that, that came from, from other states like Marlon Dean, like, you know, Lavasse Carroll. But still, uh, I think Georgia's still making the state a priority. And if they're able to land a guy like Xavier Sori, I think that's huge for them. You pair him with Nylon Green. I mean, Georgia has a legitimate shot of the top three class at that point. You start playing with the, cast cal- the class calculator. That puts them, you know, in that – at 297, 298 range, I believe. And you're right there with LSU for that number three spot. You know, we expect LSU to land a couple guys as well to finish out their class. I think it could end up being neck and neck there. But if Georgia lands, a, you know, another guy to take their class to the 22, they uh, could be tough to beat there. And there's still other guys on the board. Obviously, they have a bunch of guys that they could really hit home runs with. Five-star defensive tackle Mason Smith out of Louisiana, a guy that, we thought wasn't going to leave the state. He still not might not leave the state, but Georgia's definitely in there, and they've given him a lot to think about. He again, he's come up multiple times as well, so you have to consider Georgia a legitimate contender there. And then you have running back Donovan Edwards out of Michigan. Uh, everyone expected him to kind of stay in state for most of the cycle. He obviously still could as well, but Michigan hasn't had a very strong season. There's a, you know some questions going on there about the future of that coaching staff that's probably helped Georgia a little bit because they have not been able to get Donovan Edwards, you know, back on campus again in Athens since, you know, the dead period began still have a chance with him. Del McGee's never really let up with him. If they take a second running back, he would be the guy after that. You have a four-star safety, Terry and Arnold, another guy that Georgia has made a priority throughout the cycle at John Paul Catholic in Tallahassee. I think Ford has probably got an edge there, but he's not making a decision until February, National Signing Day. So you can't write him off there. I think Georgia will have a chance to potentially get him back in Athens in January. They can't see him, but if you have 14, 15 guys that, that sign and, and early enroll at Georgia, which is what it looks like they're going to have right now, that's a lot of guys that Terry Arnold is, is you know, pretty comfortable with and, and knows that could be uh, spending time getting to know, you know, getting to know him even more and, and making that push for him to, to maybe put Georgia on top. So that's another guy to, to kind of keep an eye on. There's some other guys that Georgia's involved with as well, and we're going to keep everyone posted on Dogs 24-7, but – as of right now, I, I think they got a chance to add at least one more guy, maybe two or three guys in the early signing period. And, again, another top three class would be pretty impressive just based on where we were, what, six months ago? Yeah, that's right, man. It is. And, and at that time, we talked about the sky wasn't falling, but the margin of error was gone. And uh, George has done a tremendous job since that point of climbing back into this elite class territory. And Rusty, unanswerable question, but also a little bit of a softball. 
history has taught us that Kirby Smart usually has something up his sleeve yeah. right here in these last few days. Uh, what do you think? You think that that may be in the fold for this year, or or is it kind of a chalk type thing where what you see is what you get? A little different year um, because of the transfer deal and what's going to happen. I, I don't think that they're going to be in such a hurry to maybe pull some uh, something off on National Signing Day as far as filling a last spot or something like that. You know, again, like Kip said, we'll both probably say twenty three and they'll sign thirty three, but. Um, you know, right now, I think I did talk to an SEC staff assistant today, uh, not at Georgia, and he told me that their staff is going to save four spots. So they're going to undersign by four spots to uh, for the transfer rule. So, you know, I don't think there's going to be as many. It's going to be real interesting. We're going to be covering, just like, you know, we talked about earlier today with, with Micaiah Tung and Trey Blunt leaving. Um, you know, what's January going to be like? you know, for transfers and that type of thing. So it's going to be real interesting there. But I would lean towards no maybe on like a maybe a signing day surprise and lean toward maybe uh, Georgia might pick up two, maybe three transfers in the offseason, which would be new to us, uh, not as long as it's not the quarterback position or a graduate transfer. So it's going to be real interesting to cover that, see who leaves, see who comes. Let's talk about something you just mentioned there. Uh, a couple of transfers out here at the end of the show before we wrap this thing up. Micaiah Tong, Trey Blunt, neither are officially in the transfer portal yet, but we've got it on pretty good authority. Um, I've actually had some conversations since uh, we, we put that out there uh, about Micaiah Tong uh, uh, earlier today that, that he is not at practice. Trey Blunt actually was at practice today. Micaiah Tong, or, or, or last night, wasn't at practice. Uh, Micaiah Tung uh, uh, was not. And uh, so, you know, I, I was doing a radio spot with Bill Shanks yesterday, and I kind of said, you know, listen, I didn't expect it, but it doesn't surprise me. And and it's like, you know, you, you knew there was going to be some attrition. You know, you figure Trey Blunt has hung around this long for him to kind of move on out. But, again, this fa- the fact that this year is not counting is changing a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Because, you know, guys that maybe would have had one year after this year now have two. And so, you know, Trey Blunt can go to Georgia State or Trey Blunt can go to, you know, UT Chattanooga or, or Georgia Tech or Georgia Southern or somewhere close by and, and have a couple years to play. Makai Tung could go somewhere and have four years to play, basically his whole college career. And, uh, Rusty, I, I guess the way I want to kind of approach this is, is this it? Or, or do you see some more attrition for Georgia, uh, even at the receiver position? I, I certainly expect some more attrition, um, maybe at the wide receiver position. But listen, there's there's guys that are not playing at Georgia. Um, let's just be honest, and um, I don't know where they'll go. But I mean, it's it's free agency. Like you can go now, and it don't matter. You don't have to have a hardship if you want to go somewhere and play football next year. You don't have to sit out. So that's a that's a big uh, game changer, and um, again, I don't know who could right now, but I, I would be very surprised if Georgia had maybe two or three more at least when it's all said and done uh, that leave uh, sometime in the next probably, what, two months, two and a half months. Now, just we'll, just to run this before we uh, head out, um, it's not as simple as guy transfers out, guy can transfer, or they can sign another guy. There are initial right. counters in every class. 
you yeah. know, those numbers kind of move around a little bit. Uh, they're not where every one of us completely understand them, to be honest. Kirby Smart, when asked about them, doesn't really get into it because I think they know what's going on and nobody else does. Sure. So they kind of get to to do that. But, you know, there, there's some maneuvering that has to take place with only being able to sign 25 guys a year, transfers count into that. Got to think the NCAA is going to figure out some way to kind of alleviate that at some point with guys transferring willy-nilly, but they can't really do it proactively because they don't know how many guys are going to transfer. You know, it could there could be an explosion. It could be underwhelming. You just don't know. And uh, that that's something that, that remains to be seen. But it's, you know, just for those out there that are thinking, well, you know, two guys transfer out or four guys or six yeah. guys transfer out, you can get six guys transfer in. doesn't quite work like that. It's a little bit more uh, complicated in terms of how the numbers go. And, um, you know, Georgia was able to get a, a three transfers last year. And, you know, you would think that the number is going to be around 20 guys that they can initially count this year, maybe count some more guys towards next year as well, depending on when they transfer in. And all I can say about that is we'll have it covered for you at Dogs 24-7 because we're covering the Dogs 24-7. Uh, but for this episode of the Junkyard Dogcast, I'm Jake Rowe, Dogs 24-7. They're Kip Adams and Rusty Man itself in the same place. And you all take it easy. <laughs>